Welcome to another episode of Nah Fam the Podcast. Welcome. Welcome. You always bring it down a notch. <laughs> just keeping it real. I guess so. My, my fakeness. I guess this is your time to shine. I didn't want to take that away from you. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Thanks for that. Mm-hmm. How so, are you? Are you getting excited about back to school season? In a way, I am. You I are. I actually am. I always am. I, I, we, I know, again, we talked about this, but I always forget how stressful summer is. Mm-hmm. Especially August. Mm-hmm. Because like they, like they start all the things up, but the kids are not at school all day where they just like walk to the field from yeah. school to get where they need to be. No, they need rides everywhere. So they're just in and out all day. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, rides and or I have to go now for my second practice today of, you know, this mm-hmm. and different times and then work mm-hmm. and then all the other crap that goes with it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because... It's just chaotic. This is a little unrelated, but related because I don't want to go back to that too. But yesterday, did I already tell you this? If I did, I'm. you're just going to have to pretend you're hearing it for the first what? time. You didn't tell them. Right. I was so... <laughs> Maybe. I don't like, know. I was like, damn, again, another reminder of how old I am. I was in the dentist's office getting, um, you know, you get a cleaning from the hygienist and then the dentist has to come in and check out the x-rays, make sure everything looks good. And so one of the dentists there, he's probably like half my age. And I mean, he must be a little bit older if he's through dental school and whatnot. But he was like, did I tell you this? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> he was just making this stupid small talk that they always have to do. And I was like, okay, here we go. Why are you asking me questions? Your hands are in my mouth. I don't want to prolong this any longer than I have to. Like, we don't need to do this right now. That's Haven't another they learned story that that's a thing? There's so many funny, social media posts about that. Like, you like, think they, they would have learned do that. this all day long every day. It's right. the one thing they do. You, right. you haven't cued into the fact that none of us want to deal with this right now. Uh-huh. Anyways, and actually, there are actually some answers that I want to give a thorough input to, and I can't. So it's fresh frustrating. I'm like, yeah. I wish you never would have asked me because now I just gave you a half answer and it's so like making me feel incomplete right now. Anyway. How was your summer? <laughs> so long story back to where I was going with this is that, you know, the typical question, oh, you got kids in school? Are you going to get, when do they start? Oh, oh, you know, it's they're just starting, you know, the all the controversy about when school starts and how they keep. Yeah making it earlier and earlier, which cracks me up because I'm like, oh, here we go. I don't know. Get, uh, there's bigger there's bigger fish to fry here, people. But I was like, yeah, no, we're like with the one district in the county that still waits till after Labor Day. And so then you're like, oh, that's so nice. I just went. And so he was like, <laughs> this is where I had to laugh because he's like, you know, back in the day when I was a kid, no school started before Labor Day. And I just started laughing because I'm like, yeah, that lot like was yesterday. Like it was a blink ago. Like, I'm like, when right. you were a kid, I was like, so I laughed. I yeah, said, 10 I, years ago, I literally said to him, I said, well, that's how I know you're a baby because that law went into effect in my 20s. And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess I was probably in kindergarten at the time. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, this wow. is so awkward. My point with all of that was like, oh, shit, my doctors are like half my age now. Like I've crossed over into that area now. Like that's that's where I'm at. That's the space I'm in. <laughs> that's where we're at. That is yeah. absolutely where we're at. <laughs> It's yeah. a weird. It's a weird place to be. Yeah, yeah. Because just to clarify for everyone who acts like this has never happened before, Jennifer Granholm signed into law sometime in the early O's a particular bill that prohibited schools in Michigan from starting their school year before Labor Day in an effort to p- promote tourism. And then they stopped doing it. And that just happens, okay? In my childhood, we went to school in fucking August all the time. Maybe when I was in kindergarten, we were going after Labor Day. And then it just got earlier and earlier and earlier. 
until my 20s when <laughs> they passed a law, which now has been rescinded, whatever the lingo is there. But I feel, yeah, I'm I so tired of that conversation. I just thought we always I'm like started literally after Labor Day. so tired of that conversation. Maybe you did, but it wasn't that there was no law around it. Yeah, so in my area, in the Lansing and... area, it was, you know, you usually, the communities plan these, their school years together. So in my area, it was like all the districts were doing this and it just got pushed earlier and earlier. Like literally, I remember starting like August 15th at times. Like it wasn't that big of a deal. It was annoying. But like the funny thing now is that my complaint is, is that we're the one school in this community that is not in line with the others. And to me, that's what's annoying. It's like, could everybody just be on the same fucking schedule? I don't care what the schedule is, but picking a schedule would be great because it's really annoying when there's so out of whack this way. (laughs) We've even dealt with that with snow days is, you know, they typically try to go all together. But I I don't think this past year, I feel like there were within the different districts in the community. Didn't they all do the same snow days? never happened. You're making things up. And can we not talk about that right now? You literally- I really wanna, you're literally I really a Karen wanna, right now. I really want to bring you've that up for your... You've literally I really want to talk about that with you right now. <laughs> why are we talking I know, about I know, snow I know, days? Uh, your skin just turned bright red over here. That's why I wanted <laughs> to bring that so up. so annoying to me. Are we seriously going to talk about I don't know. I just... I do get triggered by people that consume all of their time obsessing over the school schedule and the school rules and the school blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, you're... It's funny because you're like anti-Karen in that way. Mm-hmm. Your obsession over the other way when people do talk about it, you're like, get all <sighs> fired up and all like, I can't believe we don't need to talk about this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I and I get it, but it's like, eh, it's not that big of a deal. Either no, way. But, I know. Anyways, that I'm being, I'm, I'm totally projecting all the things right now. But anyways, yes. But it's fun. Yeah, it is. Um, so yeah, we only have a couple weeks left before school starts and I am looking forward to it. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to getting rid of the chaos this is the schedule these are the plans i do think it's gonna be different this year um i think it's just gonna be harder for us yeah because i feel like last year especially for the boys school practice home homework whatever and i think this year they're seniors they're gonna want to be out a little bit more so you know school practice out homework maybe (laughs) somewhere in there yeah Uh uh-huh yep it's another another transition this year. I don't remember what we talked about last week, though. I feel like we already talked about this. Stuff, oh, we did. So we did. We did. Duplicating it. We don't need to do that. I know. That's what I say. We don't, um, don't need a whole conversation around it. But so, no. how was your week? It was. It was good. It was interesting. I had my therapy today, and I was like, "There's a lot. There's a lot of tabs open for me right now," and that's how it feels. Like, I did a lot of exploration last week, where I feel like I was picking up a lot of breadcrumbs again. I've kind of used that metaphor before, but. That's how it felt. It was like, oh, what's this? This is interesting. And then I'm in it. And then I see another bread come. Oh, let me go over there and see what this is. So that's kind of how the week has felt for me. I spent a lot of time um, reading some new con- uh, reading some new. Um, what am I even saying right now? I started reading another book, and then that led to another book, and another book, and another thing, and another thing. And so last week I was hobby. just all over the place. A new, a new hobby. A new hobby. It's not a new hobby. It was something fun. Which, by the way, you still aren't the ukulele situation. By the way, update on that because you're. I have not been into it because I told you, and this is probably an excuse. I've reached a point where I have to get professional lessons. Yeah. So I've just like not done anything because I'm like kind of stalling on that. Which I like. No, I need to pursue it. But for some reason, I'm stalling on that. So maybe there's so some I just, something there. I just had this epiphany. We've been talking about somebody else in this house and how for the maturity sake, like there's things that they need to be able to do on their own. Mm-hmm. 
And then I'm looking at you talking about ukulele lessons mm-hmm. and about how you just won't fucking call. I know. The well, local I did. Place. I did. Well, I you did. didn't. You didn't talk to anybody though. I know. So that's why I was like, oh, all right, never mind. <laughs> I also sent them a message. <laughs> oh, they on didn't Facebook. answer. I or you did send them a message. <laughs> yeah, but too? they don't. I don't think they, they probably don't. don't look at their this place probably doesn't. No. So, so I have to like, probably call again. Yeah. I don't like making phone calls. Or just walk down the street <laughs> and stop in there. It's like oh, a half mile worse. away, less than a half mile even away. Worse. You could just text. That'd be great. <laughs> it's because there is an online, there's online options that you can do, which sounds really appealing to me. But then I'm like, mm, I should probably opt for like a real human interaction face to face because the online is like a course. It's not like it's live. I was, so. I, and to me, that would be my like, I'm just going to do it online and then I would pay for it and then probably not actually do exactly. the program anyway exactly. or not get what I want to get out of it. So yeah. if you really want to commit to it. Or if you can't it, really ask questions if you're confused, yes. so then you're just more likely to give up and walk away. And yeah. Yeah. So that's a, that is, stay tuned. Yeah. That's where I got to push myself next, I think. Well, I just want to say that I feel like my week was a blur. That happens a lot, but I did fulfill my, my obligation, my, my, what I was going to do last week. And I did. I rode the Peloton three times last week. Good job. Good job. And it Clapping. sucked. It's, it was good. But it sucked because it's been so long since I've ridden the bike. It's uh-huh. probably, I mean, hell, it's probably been a year or two. No, it has not. You can look back in your record. Well, I know. Well, I don't have my phone right now anyway. Okay. But it's been a very long time. Uh-huh. So riding it the first time really sucked. And then the second time, I increased my output quite a bit. I was pretty happy with it, but all three times. But it felt good. It did feel good. It does feel. I did it. Did I do it three times last week or twice? I'm you did it at least a couple remember. times. You might have done it three. I don't know. Because you can look in your. Because now that we have app. the radon air quality situation monitored in our basement, like we know when it changes day to day, and so I was not wanting to go outside because the weather was like you. And then like I don't like running. I realized that like I've passed this age where like. I can only run early in the morning or late at night if it's going to be outside, <laughs> at least in the summertime. Like that midday sunshine is just zaps me. Of It's not ever a productive run. It's terrible. So ideally I can do it, but ideally I'm not doing it. So then I tend to, if it's going to be the middle of the day situation, then I'm like, oh, I got to go in the basement. But I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to go down there if the radon levels are high. I'm just not going to do that. So, so I'll we... ride the Peloton. So I've rid the, rode the Peloton at least twice this week, maybe three times. What we found is that when it rains, yeah. which lately, it's been raining like all the time well i wonder if it's just like this humid rain i feel like it's not only when it rains when it's just like this heavy thick humidity in the air yes that the radon spikes yes every single time yes i mean for three weeks now whatever we've had it it's been yeah and the minute we have like a cooler day it's drops yeah. to like a good air quality so it's so interesting the rest of our house always stays fine it's just it's just in the basement yeah 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 but to take it to the next level and actually add on to that system and there's it's would probably be very costly so there's other things we need to do first but yeah i mean i don't think anyone would even recommend it for us i mean they barely recommended doing anything at all about it yeah so, um yeah so anyways Anyways. We're really talking about the Peloton. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things that like when you do it, you feel great. And then it's just, it is that, it's like any exercise. It's just the chore of getting on it. Yeah. But I do find that is one thing different about it. If I go on the treadmill and I go, I, like I told you and I've told Katie, like I think the last time I did it, I did one of the programs on it, which, I, you know, you say basically I want to do X amount of distance and X amount of time and then it scales it up and down throughout mm-hmm. the run. So it's not just consistent. Mm-hmm. I did like that because it's like, okay, if I want to hit this, like I have to stick with this program okay. and that's what i like about the peloton too obviously 
obviously you you're in control of your resistance and cadence and all that stuff but i try to stay within the ranges they give i try to go toward the you know the higher side for the resistance yes me too um but i feel like as long as you do that like you kick your own ass on it it's so it's the most intense workout i've ever done next to like crossfit like it's rough if you are doing what they suggest so the the funny thing is the first (laughs) ride i did i started out and you have three numbers you've got your output you've got your cadence and you've got your resistance Uh uh-huh i just my mind blanked and i was like just listening and anyway she was talking about your um cadence i was looking at the output and i'm like oh this isn't so bad and all of a sudden i look over to the Those left are two very different i know and I, I look over to the left and i'm like we're supposed to be doing like a you know 110 cadence or something like that and i'm looking uh, at my output so i'm doing like an 80 cadence, like oh this doesn't feel bad at all and it's like oh my god i'm such an idiot and uh-huh. and totally realized that i you know, was underperforming significantly uh-huh fortunately it was early enough on the ride but i'm like how did i i just complete brain fart yeah that's funny that's hilarious is it it is good is story. Yeah. You know what I like a lot about the Peloton too that I always that I tend to forget when I the th- the issue that I have with the Peloton and it's not the Peloton it's having to do a workout where there is a commitment where you're not just like running and you're in control and you get to say oh I'm done <laughs> or I get to end whenever I want. It's like I had the same problem when we did CrossFit. It's like no when you're in you're in you're committed you're committed. Like to me there's just a psychological game that happens with Absolutely. you there where you just get really nervous and you're like oh my god yeah. and you're and you go through this whole evolution of starting off of like, oh, there's no way I can do this. There's no way I can do this. And then you're in the middle and you're like, okay, I, I think I can do it. It's this whole thing every time. And then you get done and you're like, that was fucking amazing. I'm a fucking rock star. I, why don't I do this every day? I So there's that. The other part, the second thing that I love about it most is that often, or that annoys me, it's a love-hate situation, not having control of the um, playlist. And oh, I will yeah. sit there and spend way too much time looking for rides that are the right coach, the right time, and the right playlist. And um, Do you actually drill down I, to the playlist or just the type of music? I, all of it. Like, I would sit there and I'm, get, I'm you like, you, I'm like I have to stop. Like, this is yeah, ridiculous. I'm spending that. too much time on this. I'm just going to have to suck it up and do this workout, even if the playlist sucks. So the funny thing is... Is, is that every time I get surprised because there'll be there'll be some songs I'm like this song is please like why the song you know can we just get through this song I need something more motivating here um, but usually there's always one where I'm like oh my god I've never heard this song in a way where it's actually touched me before and now I have a new favorite song for like another couple of weeks or oh my god I haven't heard this song in forever this song is so badass I need to start listening to this song again and then I'm listening to that and it's like giving me new life for another few days does that make sense <laughs> yeah no no and I look at music types depending on the mood I'm in like you know 90s rock or 2000s you know uh-huh. I went through a and 90s then... thing where I was only 90s exclusively for months and now I'm like out of that yeah but it's it, I'll go that far but I I know you can look at the playlist now I never go in to actually see it because I'm like I, want, I, I feel the same way I'm gonna be like I don't know about that one, and then I'm gonna go to the next. I don't know about that one. Yeah, you can't do that to your. That's bad. I advise not to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I so I did last Sunday, which I was not gonna do Sunday. Um, a, a week, or just over a week ago now. And you were like, "You're gonna ride the bike tonight." And I'm like, oh, "Bullshit! I am not riding the bike tonight." And you're like, "Go ride it for 15 minutes."
minutes. And then I got on it and you're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm going to ride for 15. You go, well, then you have to do a five minute cool down or you can just do a 20 minute ride. I did and I was not like, say that. I said, Fine. did not say a five minute cool down. Yeah, you did. I said, do 15. And then all of a sudden I was like, you know what? Do 20. Cause if you can do 15, you can do 20. You, yeah. And then I suggested that you should do a arms workout afterwards for 10 and you wouldn't even entertain okay. that. So I never said anything about a cool yeah, down. I think you did. I did not. I'm positive. I never okay. said a cool down. Anyway. I did. Add, I did say something about arms and I did tell you, you should add 20 cause it's just another five. Yeah, which I did. So all three of my rides were 20 okay. minute rides. Okay. And I do find that that is... That's doable. That's a good... Yeah. You don't ever feel like the 30 minute one is daunting. The uh-huh. 20 minute one, by the time you do the warm up, uh-huh. and I, I'll, I will, I'll go all the way to the end, pushing uh-huh. myself like uh-huh. that last minute, that, you yeah. know, cool down minute. Yeah. I usually try to like... Well, they push you harder in the 20 minutes too, because they know it's just 20 right. minutes, I've noticed. But it seems more, it seems more doable. It is. And that's the thing that, that I guess goes back to this idea of like having to commit because before I could never... Like, like for running, for example, I'm like, I got to run for 30 to 60 minutes, like minimum. Um, and so I kind of had this like belief in my head that like, it's not a legit workout unless you're like sweating your ass off for at least 30 minutes. Um, but then you do these 20 minute Peloton rides and you are like, holy crap, like, nope, I'm good. I feel fine. I don't need to do like, I, I don't need to do any more cardio. Like I can go like do some squats in the basement or do something, you know, the the other more strength building things. Totally. You, I feel so satisfied yeah, with 20 do. minutes on the Peloton. That. When we first got the Peloton, I was like, I have to do 30 to 35. And I think it's hard for me to pedal. I know. Yeah. Well, that's what people were complaining <laughs> about a, a while ago about them eliminating some of the 60 minute rides. And I'm like, who the hell wants to sit on this thing for 60 minutes? <laughs> outside biking no problem sounds great the funny thing is is that if i had if i do a just ride where i'm just playing music and riding by myself i can do an hour i I think it's feeling like i'm having to commit to this thing for 60 minutes which just feels too daunting to me absolutely but when you're doing a just ride do you push yourself the same and at all like i don't do intervals but i definitely push myself you do i am very hard on myself the whole time it's more like what it's more like their low impact rides where they're like you're not doing intervals there's not a lot of up and down but there's Mm -hmm. this steady just which i that's why i think i like running too it's just this steady constant push but that's not extreme it doesn't go real extreme you know unless you're doing sprints which i don't do so yeah i do i've I've looked at my outputs i've only done just right a couple times but i noticed that i could go for a while and when i used to go to the gym i've 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 done i've had exercise bikes throughout my life i i i I can sit there and listen to music or read a bike read a bike read a book and sit on an exercise bike for a long time. And in fact, in the past, I used to push myself to do 45 to an hour because it felt like it's not as rigorous as running. So I need to make sure that I'm doing this was there's no maybe logic here. I'm just telling you how I reconciled and reasoned. My no, exercises I get that. I, I, <laughs> back I get in the that. day. <laughs> and, I, and I do think there is like you said, there is a difference when you're doing the 20 minute rides, you do feel like you're pushing, you, you know, you're only doing 20 minutes, you're going to push yourself past the they point of you. what Yeah, they push you. And I yeah, they there's push more, you because you they push there's way more um, up and downs and tensile intervals with the 20 minute. Whereas if you do a 30, you get a lot more breaks. I've noticed that. Yeah, flat, there's a very flat little. Road they don't give you breaks and stuff. Yeah. You don't get really. You don't any get of that. breaks in the 20 minute. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But so yeah. Yeah. So I haven't I haven't ridden since I think it was saturday and it's tuesday i was gonna ride today but i don't think that's gonna happen we had a fun thing today so parents of teenagers we one of our drivers got a ticket a hefty ticket issued to them over the summer mama was not happy um it was was happy (laughs) it was a lot it was facing a lot of it was a speeding ticket stuff yeah 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 as i said i thought i said that didn't say that no you just had a ticket i think yeah it was like three or four points worth of tickets yeah um 
And so, yeah, we obviously requested a court hearing to plead it down because we were out. There was going to like the long term consequences on your driving record at this age, that many points. Not oh, yeah. good, Right. Yeah. We told this person, too, is whatever. If our insurance goes up or anything else, you're paying for not only your ticket, oh, but yeah. you're also paying for all the costs involved with oh, yeah. everything else. So absolutely. It's going to be expensive. Yes. The ticket's nothing compared to yes. the other costs. So yes. you better be prepared for that. Yes. And it's funny because like I had asked somebody who knows the person that pulled him over just like what they were like. And they were like, oh, that good luck. They take their job very seriously. <laughs> so I was like, anyways, it was, we, so we had the court hearing today and it was nice. It's all virtual. I mean, that's a new thing to me. I haven't been yeah. to court since the pandemic. <laughs> um, it lasted all of two minutes, three minutes. I don't know if it was even that it long. It might not have been that long. Anyway. But it was an interesting experience for him because he, uh-huh. you know, he, we, he, we made, you know, him like obviously take we, the lead and planned we, how, what he was going to ask for yes, and do we, all of we, that. We prepped him. We made him talk about what he was going to say if they asked questions uh-huh. so that he was prepared because he was the one on camera uh-huh. and yeah he had he had to do it we made him take charge of that yeah in some ways as best we could yeah and then i just sat next to him which you yes. know they like to have a parent there to show that the parents are which involved i wasn't care. there because i had another appointment right. i was afraid that he wasn't going to start on time and i had to get to my other appointment so there it was but it turns out i could have been there but we didn't know that going into it so that's why you were there like nobody else could be there with him except for you yeah and and actually what i what i didn't think about and i don't know why i didn't think about this but you know the cop gets to join via zoom too so it's not the police officer yeah the police officer the sheriff's deputy so the magistrate is obviously you know Mm -hmm. in the courthouse doing Mm -hmm. his thing running Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. but i was thinking like oh you get to call in but for some reason i'm like oh the police officer is going to be there too like with the magistrate and Mm -hmm. it's like no the whole like so he's Mm -hmm. just in his car so he doesn't have to actually take time out of his day to go do this except mm-hmm, for the, mm-hmm. whenever he's scheduled to do you know whatever mm-hmm. tickets he's got so mm-hmm. but the magistrate explained to christopher that this officer is a grant funded position and there is never a pass an option or a possibility where he is able to dismiss any um violations because he gets audited and his his role is scrutinized greatly by the state i think but he said he asked the officer what he could offer and it was very one point and one to five over is what yeah he reduced it significantly which is what we were hoping and like we're like okay thank you that's all i wanted like blah 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 so yeah he he clearly wasn't going for any kind of impeding traffic or (laughs) non-moving violations that was not going to happen so yeah which is which is i think typical i mean i didn't expect him to i literally i was literally literally hoping for what we got um and then he explained to me which was interesting and new or he didn't explain it to me he explained to christopher that i mean the child that um (laughs) um he will be sent some information from the state offering him to take a class that I believe he's going to have to pass some sort and they will his record will be wiped completely clean but it's a once in a lifetime opportunity so choose wisely if you want to use it this time great but you could also maybe want to save it for a later time (laughs) yeah you can keep yeah you can keep your point and then you know Uh hold off on Uh it so the one thing I'm going to do is reach out to one of the insurance agents that I deal with and find out because if it shows up on the record but the point just goes away, the insurance company is probably still going to look at the points and go, "It's there. We're going to chart." You know, you you it, when, if they do if they run as a yeah. record, so who knows? You never what know that looks because like. I know that is. I mean, my mom was an insurance agent growing up. She schooled me a lot on the consequences and potential consequences I was facing with all the different traffic violations I was involved in, and I do. I feel like I remember her saying 
saying that. Like, it doesn't matter what is on your record there. Your insurance record is different than yeah. your state driving record. And like, I know, I know this, I know this from work. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. our carrier looks at three years, not two yeah. years if the state does even the, that yes. I deal with. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so yeah, that was uh, exciting today. Yeah. It was nice to get that done. And it was told the child. <laughs> this will not happen again. I told. Oh my gosh! I like totally flipped out. Like I was so mad when it happened, and like like to the point where then I had to backpedal and be like, okay, it's not the end of the world because I think I got him so worked up about it. Right. But then also I'm like, he does seem to have an uns- a certain amount of bad luck. Like oh for sure. Like parents nowadays, like we can track our kids, we can see how quickly they're going. I know so many parents that do this, and like I've seen our kids is passengers and other cars going insanely fucking fast sometimes. I'm like, what the fuck? And these kids have gotten pulled over. And it's like, I know that this, that my kid was, does not speed as often as like, it's not like you watch his speed pretty constantly to know that he's not speeding on a regular basis. And if he has in the past, you'll be like, slow down. And yeah, exactly. That's it. So like, just relatively speaking, like the ratio here to actually speeding versus how many times you're going to get caught. It's like one to one here almost <laughs> like it's like what it's, the it's close hell? it's close enough to that <laughs> it's like it's a part of me is just like dude okay it's not I mean, he nice. does have bad luck he it's not fair that's i don't know his soul chose this life i guess for a reason <laughs> but we'll see so yeah that was uh fun today i just was impressed with how quick it all went um yeah i did, not, I, I did nice. not expect that i nice. thought it was gonna be like you get a backlog and it was yeah. no they were very nice so yeah i I got a speed my first speeding ticket when I was twenty, I think, and my friend's mom like was like, "Oh, you just gotta fight it, like blah blah blah." And she told me like I should call her ahead of time and she'll arrange for you know she knows everybody, like, whatever. And I never did that, and I guess maybe I should have. I don't know, but um, <laughs> I seriously, they were so mean to me when I went in there, and the judge was like, y- "You're admitting that you broke the law and that you were speeding, and you're asking me to just." miss this and i'm like uh yeah and he's like that's not how this works and he was like as far as i'm concerned you broke the law you face the consequences for it and i didn't get out of it <laughs> so i was like okay <laughs> yeah i uh there are a couple things that maybe we could have asked for differently but impeding traffic is typically if they're going to reduce it to something like to give you a break they would reduce it to that which carries a higher fine but it's there's no points on your license it doesn't count as a moving violation so for insurance purposes it wouldn't affect I, you yeah I, but clearly that was not going to happen today because yeah. we even suggested that and they're like yeah no i'll do this and he's mm-hmm. like this is what you're being offered today so you know well yeah and i think there was another time that i also had to fight another speeding ticket and um that was the protocol is like literally it was like everybody was given the same option and they everybody agreed to it there was no like oh you're gonna yeah yeah, totally so anyways i i I think that's pretty routine yeah so that was today Mm -hmm. so let's talk about your weekend how was your weekend it was it was a lot of things, but it was well. One thing that was cool is that you and I went and checked out Lake Erie. Yeah, we have, for the I first have time. Never, I realized like I've seen it, but like I've never put my toes in it. Like, not like you know, I've been on the Detroit River, right? But to me, and that is fed through Lake Erie. But like, I've never been to Lake Erie. 
the beaches of Lake Erie, it was okay. (laughs) It's no Lake Michigan. (laughs) Or Lake Superior. Or Lake Superior. But I loved, I really had this like a bit of epiphany this weekend too, because I was like, I feel like the last few times I've been to the lakes, I'm like, oh, I get it now. Like when people are all like, oh, the beach, the beach. Like I love the beach. I love going in the water. I love laying out in the beach, all the things. But now I'm like having that old lady experience where it's like, oh, no, I just want to sit here all day long. I don't want to go in you necessarily. Like, I don't want to swim. I don't want to get a suntan. Like I want to, I'll walk around. I'll do the things. But like, I'm just taking this all in now. And I'm like, so I like it. We found this tiny little <laughs> state park that was, there were no beaches there, but there, it was like large rocks in the yeah. water. Yeah. And we hung out there for a while and just sat mm-hmm. there, felt the waves coming in when the boats would go by. And, you mm-hmm. know, the weather was, it was a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was, I mean, I said very, very small for a state park. It was kind of, it was a lighthouse there. So that was the draw, which was a tiny lighthouse. But yeah, we were, yeah, it's definitely, at least the part that we are at does not really hold. We went to another, we went to another larger state park with a big campground and everything. And they had beach a beach there and we did not stay very long there. I've never personally been a fan of the lakes that are on the border, the east side of our state. Like I've just always been more, I've preferred Lake Michigan my whole life. Yeah, they're not Lake Michigan. Lake Superior is gorgeous. It's cold, but it's, you know, so yeah, no, they're not. And I, you know, I don't think I've ever put my toes in Lake Ontario either. I've definitely obviously been there, but mm-hmm. so. I feel this. I feel like I'm the same. I, yeah. I think I think I've had the same experience yeah, you have when yeah. it comes to that. Yeah. So anyways, but we, that, uh, was, that was fun. That was fun. And it was, so we it drove there. We went to a, we found this cute little winery, um, Pointy Rock, I think it was called with some, mm, I don't am know. I wrong? I don't know. Let me look. I had a shirt with a name on it. Yep. And they had a nice outdoor area um, with lawn chairs and a, a music, live music going on. It was it was quite charming. And we sat yeah, there was... and just hung out for probably three hours. Um got some lunch and listened to some music and uh it was a really cool place and i was count we were talking about rocky point is that what you said i think i said rocky point okay. maybe i didn't did i say maybe pointy rock i think i said pointy okay, rock rocky, rocky point, point. <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah anyway <clears throat> um we said why don't you know you can go up to traverse city and you can get a, a similar experience but this is a little bit like more i don't say low-key but a little more cash than you know some of the places in traverse city I'm like why don't we have something like that around here Mm-hmm. You know, or if we do, we're we're missing it. But I don't think we I don't think we do. And yeah. then later on, we went to a brewery, which is. But the lakeside towns there do not compare to the lakeside to- towns on the west side or northern Michigan. Like it's like really. Yeah, what we saw. But we don't know. I mean, maybe there's more. The coast part, part of where the coast we that we were, were on, it was like oh, you very got, tiny. Yeah, I mean, you could walk them in five minutes, and not much there. Yeah. So yeah, this winery that we it was in the middle of this small little town in. Like I said, very cool vibe, but you have, I mean, if you were going to go there, there's nothing else there to see. Right. You know, there's right. the, there's a ferry that you can take from the town. So that's yeah. probably a draw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then on the way out, we went to, it was called Twin Oast Brewery. Oh yeah. And that place was cool. That place they built like five years ago and there was these two silos with the bar in one and like a hangout spot in the other. And mm-hmm. it was on 60 acres and mm-hmm. it was old farmland mm-hmm. that was rolling that they just completely cleaned up and mm-hmm. built this brewery. And it was, it was gorgeous. Yeah, it was There was really a little gorgeous. waterfall. There were sunflowers in the field. Kids mm-hmm. were out there playing baseball. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know if they were all together. They just, I, I have no idea, but they had a, they had food, but then they had like a food truck mm-hmm. and another 
another beer truck down like in another patio area. But yeah, again, place I'm like, why don't we have something like that around here? It was awesome. Yeah, I know. Well, we have places like that in Michigan. We do up north. Where we live. Yeah, like Hoplot up near Traverse City and stuff. I don't think there's anything around here that I know, I can't think of it. But there's there was like a really cool winery that may compare to that. Like I feel like it's on the way to the Kalamazoo, like maybe like in the Papa area, like just so I do think that those areas exist that we just don't I mean I mean in our area here. Like within a half an hour. Right. I don't think we have anything that we could just drive to be close and because we have a ton of breweries out in this area, but Mm-hmm. Nobody that's got outdoor space. Right. Like I said, this place was super cool. Yes, it was. It was majestic. It was European. Yeah. It was very European. It's very European. And you could tell <laughs> that the little silo things that they had were built with the limestone. I think it's limestone okay. from Lake Erie. Oh, okay. So actually the same thing with the... Uh, winery that we went to was in the old building and that it was, was an built, old school house. old school that's right yeah. it was an old school house and that was built with the local limestone so yeah pretty cool yeah history. it was just a fun little day kind of venturing out and exploring someplace new reminded me that like every time you do it why aren't we doing this more often I know you drive. T- it was two hours. It wasn't like it was, you know, yeah. five, six hours away. It was it was a date. It was truly a day trip. And I was like, we still need to get over to the west side more. We haven't gone once this year. Not to Lake Michigan. Right. We've gone to the west side, but not Lake Michigan. Yes, not to Lake Michigan. I don't think we went once last year either. We try to go like once a year. We have tried to yeah. do that. We've been good about that. But it's kind of sad. It is kind of sad. The kids are older now, so we used to do it. In fact, a Facebook memory just popped up yesterday. I reposted it with us, with the kids at Grand Haven in their Michigan shirts on the beach. They were so little. Yes. It was so cute. Yeah, we tried to drive over <laughs> a Saturday or Sunday in mm-hmm. the morning, get there, yeah. have lunch, hang out, walk around. and Which is a tradition from my childhood. Mm-hmm. We used to just drive over for the day to Lake Michigan. It was either usually Grand Haven or like Muskegon area and or Holland. I feel like those three places and it was one of those three places and we would literally pack a cooler full of tuna fish sandwiches and Doritos and Pepsi and we played at the beach all day long I mean this we've got pictures of this starting when I was I don't not even maybe walking all the way up through high school so it's just like really huge core memories for me and it was so simple but it was so such a blast for us so I've always tried to do that for my kids and then I introduced you to it Mm -hmm. when I met you but um yeah I don't know it's just there's something about it you just really can't put words to it but if you have not had a tuna fish sandwich stuffed with Doritos and an ice cold can of Pepsi on the shores of Lake Michigan you have not lived your life that is living You have not that lived your life. definitely living. <laughs> I cannot tell you how amazing that experience is. <laughs> Everything about it. Full sensory, immersive experience. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's, I mean, it, it, it has been a couple of years since we've been there. Um, yeah. And I, I thinking about this year, like there's, I don't see a chance that we're going to get there. Not with the kids. No, I, but you and I, I would like you and I to go. Yeah, I think that's you and what I, I can drive over this, and do a day trip. That's what I was thinking this weekend. I'm like, no, we're, you and I need to do this and we don't need to just do it in the summer. We can do it. We can, yeah. when we, when we first started dating, we did a lot more of that traveling up to yes. whether it was Traverse City or whatever, just you and I, like we don't do that much anymore. And I'm like, mm, I want to bring that back. Oh, I definitely, I definitely want to do We're going to bring that back to life. <laughs> resurrect that bring that back yeah yeah i miss traverse city i definitely miss going up there yeah yeah in fact when we were at that brewery i was talking to i had my um 
Sutton's Bay shirt on. Saga Tuck too. I love from Saga the Tuck. yeah from the bike shop up there. And the guy's like, "Oh, you up from that? You from that area?" And I said, "No." He goes, "We just got back and we were gone, you know, three days ago." And they spent up there. And he's like, "You ever been to Northport?" And I oh, said, "Oh, we love, love Northport. Northport." And he's like, "Yeah, Northport's so cool. It's just like you know, seems like it's like a forgotten little mm-hmm. town." And he was explaining to me how which the... we last went there during the pandemic. We took the yeah, kids there. Yeah, twenty twenty. He was explaining to me how the brewery there, the Mitten Brewery, I think it's in Northport, and I could be wrong on that, but was going to close. They put on their Facebook page it was going to close. And then some local acted as a mediator between the landlord and the oh, really? brewery and they made it work. So he's like, yeah, last winter they were going to shut down. And if they shut down, that uh, would have been a big impact up there. But uh-huh. they didn't, in case anybody wants to know. Okay. So <laughs> learned all this while getting my IPA. So so maybe in the next, in sometime in September, we should head over there, head up there. Has to be September. Yeah. We could do October would be okay too. Which is a really too. good time to go to. It's beautiful. Yeah. I guess, I guess late September, early mm-hmm. October. Do Problem we, is we have football and it? cross country that they have games every friday night and meets but, every weekend i know but so. we could just go for the day do you remember well, not the traverse city yeah do you remember um when we went on our winery tour up there How, what year was that was that like 18 or 19 just you and i we stayed in this really interesting bed and breakfast do you remember yeah. that oh, oh of course i do so bizarre but super because of that it was very neat um <laughs> It was fun. It was fun. That was a. Oh, it was so. It was a little outdoor windy staircase. Even, uh, uh, I don't um, even. It was a. The word that's coming to me is kooky. It was oh, definitely a kooky. kooky. Little nest that we stayed in. Yeah. Very cool though. But fish, we, fish tanks full of Christmas lights with fairies in them, like in the house, like outdoor showers and bathtubs that you could use. We didn't, but yeah, a spiral staircase outside mm-hmm. going up to a deck with our little room mm-hmm. up there. It, I felt like we were staying in a treehouse. It was yeah. really neat. Um, and then, but anyways, we, we brought our bikes up and we were going to do the whole, the tour that we did. We were like, we've always wanted to ride our bikes to the wineries and like, it's a thing up there. And I thought it was going to be way more like family friendly. Like tra- like, like trail riding, like not on like, the road. Yeah. Going I 50, it, with cars going 55 miles an hour next yeah, to you. Yeah, it was stressful. And miles in between the There was miles <laughs> and miles between the I mean, it was a whole day ordeal. Yeah. I and felt, it's hilly too. And it was hilly. And I just remember, yeah, there was miles and miles of stretches where you're like on open country road highway and cars are zipping by going 65 miles an hour, probably no shoulder to yeah. ride on, by the way. So you're just like white knuckle it the whole time <laughs> yeah that you know and you go to the first winery and you have you know a glass or two of wine uh-huh. and then you're going to get on your bike and go to the next place and ride on this road like that and is it not a good take mix like a half hour or two like yeah. vig- rigorous riding we weren't we were riding yes. it's pedaling our asses and it's just off. the two of us it's not like we were with a whole group so it, i know so i don't know if there's other tours up there that are yeah. less intense but it was i just remember like, i'm glad i did it but i was like oh i thought it was it's gonna be a lot more romantic. <laughs> we, we started out. We got through town, and there's a trail when you go out of town, and it's a paved trail, and it's a beautiful trail. And we went by like there was like a hop farm there, and I remember going through that and being like, "This is really cool." Like, and then all of a sudden, it's like, "Oh, for the next winery, you know, you turn left, and it's like we're turning left on the road. You're there's the trail's gone. That's it. Uh-huh. So it's like that trail only goes so far to get you out to where. And I I'm sure there's different approaches that you you know different starting points and stuff. But it was a very cool trail. But then it's like, oh no, but yeah, in order to get from winery to winery, you're on the road the whole time. So, yes. And yeah, it was, you You definitely are no place to relax because you got to be yeah. on your game, like looking for traffic at all times. Like, and you know, I just makes me nervous with people text and drive all the time and they don't see bikers on the road. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, I got to be extra vigilant. I feel like, especially with, yeah, with.
without having the uh, you know big shoulders or anything like that there yeah there really wasn't i feel like there's was no shoulder i feel like i would like almost at times be like i think i'm just gonna pull over and wait for this car it to would go be by. it would be pretty fun on an <laughs> e-bike still gotta worry about traffic so that doesn't negate it wouldn't that. be as bad but like climbing the hills and stuff like that and just riding like you're just rough. cruising around yeah. the e-bike would be yes. would be the way to yes, do it because yeah there was no cruising happening ever no <laughs> exactly <laughs> and then when we finally get to the back to the paved trail i swear we were on it for an hour before you see civilization again well, we <laughs> you just want to get home and then we went to the brewery and you're like yeah i don't even want to be here like i'm done i'm done for the day I'm like come on <laughs> and we hung out there and it was fun but it was for a little bit yeah that was the town that had the swedish horse outside what town was that that's sutton's bay oh, was that sutton's bay yeah Oh, that's right. I okay. think it was, wasn't it? Okay, I think you're right. I I'm pretty right. sure it is. I think you're right. Now you have me questioning myself, but uh-huh. I think it's Sutton's Bay. I really enjoyed Leland. We stayed up there one time in a winter, and it was winter, right? No, it was fall. No, it was fall. It was fall. That's right. Yep. We stayed at a B- really cute B and B there. That very was very cute. That was fun. And I had never been to Leland before, so I was like, "Whoa, this place is sweet." Yes, that was a lot of fun. That <laughs> was old, like stepping back in time when that that little. There's a there's there. a ton up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on that west side. It makes especially. me realize, and I think that's another thing that I realized. Again, I'm not trying to dog the state of Ohio, but that's the part we had to get to to get to Lake Erie, and it was like you guys really like are missing out with the coastline life. Like Michigan knows how to do it. Like we have so, a lot. A lot going on the here. The area we were in is near Putin Bay. And so there are these little towns that basically they've got the ferry shuttle. So it's like, you know, these fields that are parking lots essentially to shuttle people over to Putin Bay. Yeah. But the towns themselves, there was, there was barely anything there. And then in between, it's like campgrounds. And Well, and I don't know that they have much there. Like, that's what I'm saying. We're right. very spoiled in Michigan with our natural yeah. beauty. And I know that you hear that all the time. But I just think when you kind of grow up here, you just kind of like forget that. You know what I mean? Right. For being like a Midwestern inland situation, like we don't, I'm not on the ocean. We have a lot. Yeah. That those we have a lot of benefits that those states also have. You well, know I what think I'm the saying? sand, the the, the Lake Michigan this. sandy beaches and everything. Else. I mean, there's nothing that compares. I mean, that's an unknown thing. I know, but even like the towns too around them, it's like. Yeah. Oh, these are these are really cool towns. Like, and we have them. Like, they're a couple hours away, and we could just go yeah. do this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, yeah. It's pretty sweet. It's no, pretty I think sweet. we're. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty <laughs> cool. I guess it's pretty cool. I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, we're very spoiled by that. Like every, I, I think one of my favorites has always been. I know it's one of everybody's favorites. Is Sagatuck though? It's like, why do I not rent? We like every year we go there. We just walk the town for a couple hours and hang out, and we're like, next year we're gonna rent an Airbnb here for a week. That's what we're gonna do. That's gonna be our family vacation. We're gonna spend a week. We can talk uh-huh. and talk, and then we never do. <laughs> we never do it. There is a, a like a retro motor in type place that has come up a number of times when we've been looking for a place to stay, and I think uh-huh. they might book out early, like they fill up quick. I think, uh-huh. but okay, I think it's just for, and I could be totally wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure it's like just for couples. Um, mm-hmm. It looks really cool though. It's like, mm-hmm. like I said, it's like a retro place that they've completely redone. Small, you know, motel well, type situation. There's a lot of cool places there that, there's a lot of cool places there. We were looking into a place last year we were considering just for us too. It was like sort of a spa situation. That's the place I'm talking about. Place. I think it's the same place. I don't think so. I don't remember anything retro about it. They like offer daily yoga and meditation and I, stuff. I think it's the same place. Okay. I could be wrong. Because okay. it's like a retro vibe, but it, yeah, it's it's more, that's what I mean. I don't think it's like a place for vibe. kids. I, I think recall it's, a very zen vibe, but. Now we're going to look it up again okay. because after. 
right. to this because I want. I'm curious <laughs> if it is the same place or not. But yeah, I remember being like, "That looks awesome," but it was not. It wasn't really a family place. Mm-hmm. It was a place for like you and I to go spend a weekend, which would be awesome. That would be totally awesome. 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 Awesome sauce. Uh huh. So do you had started? I'm just thinking this. Did you have anything else to say about that? No. You had started this episode saying something about how I had a new hobby, and I don't have a new hobby, but uh, I did want to circle back to yeah, that. Yeah, you do. It's, it might be a hobby. It's something I've tried and really want it. But see, I have to invest. I need I need better instruments now for it to be a hobby. Well, say what it is. Just um. Well, basically, like it's a lot. I don't know how to describe it. But well, this specifically is just drawing my own um like mandalas or mandalas. I don't know how people say it different ways, but like making your own through geographic um shapes, like through, geometric like, shapes. Yes, <laughs> I'm at a loss for words because <laughs> really, it's dark. It's like got. Sparked because like there's this idea of sacred geometry, which is like something that's always just kind of captured my attention. I'm like, oh, that's cool, you know. And my breadcrumbs, I think this last week kind of like got me a little more like I'm gonna give a little more attention to this sacred geometry thing. And it's pretty cool. It's really cool, actually. But also like with anything, there are. It's I don't I don't know that you could call it a religion, but maybe like the religious parts of it. It's like whoa, some of these people are like there's some there's a lot of other very like really woo woo stuff tied to the sacred geometry thing. But in general, if you just like stay over here on this side of it, it's just like this really sort of like meditative process too, and like this idea of noticing the geometry in all things. And um, I'm I'm really not doing any of this justice, but I have read a lot about the benefits of meditating on mandalas and like just things happening there. Carl Jung is big on that. Sacred geometry also talks a lot about mandalas. The chakra systems, those each chakra chakra is represented through a mandala that you can like draw through these different shapes. Like the whole process process is fascinating. So basically my hobby this week has been watching YouTube videos and drawing each chakra through the use of compasses mm-hmm. and um what's the word what are the pro protractors protractors and rulers and getting to this point where you are creating this flower right like and so anyways it's like really cool and i paint i spent some time painting a couple of them like just getting started on all this and now i'm like this is so fun like i there's something cathartic that is happening when you're doing it so now i'm like into it but I realized that I need to get some better equipment because I'm just using the kids. Well, stuff I bought that you a two dollar protractor. Well, and I did. Well, you were happened to be at Kroger Meyer. and you're like, do you need? Oh, Meyer, and that's right, Meyer, because you're getting stuff on your way home from work. And I was like, yeah, like I've been trying to do this these mandalas all day, and I've just been using like circles from like cups and stuff at home. But I would like a compass, and I don't know where the kids' compasses are. Guess what? I found them like five minutes later. But you had already purchased the same cheap two dollar one. So, but the funny thing is, is that those if you are just off the slight a spit it just takes the symmetry out of everything which they say that don't get too worked up with the symmetry but i find myself getting worked up with the symmetry symmetry so (laughs) it's really hard to control those ones they don't have good stability no they're just all plastic so now i'm like there's no fine point to it so i haven't done it yet but i want to get a better so tool from my perspective what i saw because actually when we went to the winery you were sitting there 
we, you know, we're sampling Yeah, you some recorded wine. me and posted it on social I recorded social media. you as you were sitting here drawing <laughs> and, you know, we're listening to music and you're just kind of doing your own thing. But yeah, so basically, like you said, it's all about the symmetry, but it's all based on the geometric shapes. And then you essentially cover over, like you'll have a s- overlapping circles and, you know, however they all fit together. Yeah. And yeah. then you connect them with the... Within those connections is where you're creating the flowers yes, and whatnot. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. But that was pretty cool because to see how it all is yeah. put together and how that's formed. Yeah. Well, you watch some of these people it's, create these very intricate ones. You're yeah. Like, wow. Very detailed. And it's all symmetrical and geometry. And it's like, wow, that's so amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, I definitely can see the meditative cathartic benefit of all of it. Um, it goes really deep. It really is kind of like, so then, so because I've like, again, so many breadcrumbs this week, how it all started is that we talked about ordinal linguistic personification last episode, right? Uh-huh. I happened to be talking to my coach person about it. And it was funny because um, she was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with synesthesia. I haven't heard of that one specifically. But she's like, she's a Jungian analyst, right? She's more than that. But she's into that's like, she's into this like Jungian psychology and yoga psychology and all that stuff. So she's really tapped into this world in a way that I'm not. But she um, was like, we were just talking about how I was talking about how like, you know, I really think that like we all sort of have like this, these unique sort of like, uh, I don't know if I want to, I'm going to use the word gifts, I guess, because I can't think of anything else, but things that are revealing to us about the nature of things. And that like, maybe we're just not all tapped into that. And like, we're all like, it's, the exciting part is to sort of kind of explore ourselves and recognize where those things are. And like this synesthesia situation may be just another manifestation of that, you know? And um, so we were, she was, you know, we were both talking about how what Carl Jung's philosophy it is and all that stuff. And we're like, totally like, yeah, like kind of like on the same page, like with this stuff. I mean, obviously none of it, nobody's established one, obviously truth about the origins of things, right? We, we all debate this all day long, every day. Like that's what humans do. Well, some people claim to have done that. Right. But anyways, um, long story short, she was like, oh, Carl Jung's like basically partner in life. Her name is Marie von Franz. She wrote this book about this whole number thing. She's like, this might be totally unrelated to the OLP situation, but I'd be curious if you read that book, if it spoke to you at all. She's like, it, you know, it's a hard read. So I was like, oh, okay. So I ordered the book, of course, and I started reading it. And it is a hard read. There's a lot of concepts. And I'm like, what? But it's interesting enough where I'm intrigued and I'm reading it. And it's also talking about this whole idea of like, it's pro- like this was written in the 70s. So it was before we even know what we know about quantum physics now. But sacred geometry, by the way side note takes this idea of quantum physics and psyche and like merges them together and so it's more than that but i just keep it there but um the book talks a lot about how like you know there's probably archetypes and numbers and that we should consider this because what we're learning is that the physical world is really a reflection of the psyche world that like they mirror each other and that you if you start looking you see that everywhere and on and on and on and i'm barely into the book but long story short that's what got me like oh this is like feels a lot like they started to talk about meditating on mandalas all these things which led to this this whole thing of like oh i'm gonna look more into the sacred geometry stuff people have a lot of stuff about meditating on mandalas through that and creating mandalas through geometry rather than just freehand drawing things and on and on and on so i'm really again like i said i have a lot of tabs open <laughs> i have a lot of these things that i'm like reading right now that are unfinished but just also having a lot of fun with that exploration right now they all seem a little related to oh they all are all over of course they are yeah. yeah they're they're in like this little realm like i feel like yeah. they're all like in this little box over here little sandbox for you okay <laughs> <laughs> all right
right? You're like a kid in a sandbox where I'm going to play with this this shovel and this bucket that's for five minutes, good, and then oh wait a second, there's a that's a good analogy. There's a cool little thing over here yeah, in the sandbox. But there's still I'm, I'm still in that, the but sand, you're still in the in sandbox. sandbox. You're in that same sandbox. Yes. Yeah, with all these cool little yeah, toys. Yeah. But it's all about. I mean, really. I mean, you've got obviously your you know when you talk about geometry, and I think you talk about music and numbers and every. I mean, there's just so much. Well, to and like I'm that, not like sophisticated in math ever. I never have been. Um, there's been times in my life when I have been where I've scored, you know, pretty well, relatively, relatively speaking here, people, but like done really well in different Saturday nights tests and areas of math. Um, and like that has kind of, you know, put me in the position where I qualify for these other exams or these other things. Um, trust me, that didn't, <laughs> that died quickly because I barely got through math in college, but, um, I always did like geometry. I don't, I don't know what I liked about it, but I remember always doing well in it and it making sense to me again, relatively speaking, I was no like honor student there, but so I feel the same. It was interesting. I think because you could visualize this I, thing. Yeah. And, and I do. I like, I love symmetry and I love order and I love to see how that comes together to manifest in like a flower. You know, like what we see, it how it represents itself in the physical world. It's pretty cool. 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 Yeah. The other book is that I that I listened to was um, the stuff is really woo woo, but Deepak Chopra. We all know who he is, right? He's a pretty famous doctor, correspondent on a lot of the national headlines when it comes to medical stuff, and he's very like obviously like holistic and really into the Eastern stuff. He had a book called um, Oh my gosh, it's, it was on Audible, and it was only an hour, so it was quite simple. And it was, I mean, it was it's all about how people have healed themselves, like miraculous healing, and uh, yes, that's a very rare concept and all of that but like the quantum um science behind that and how he you know he believes it to be real and true and how we can all sort of tap into that energy and it is related a bit to there is some sacred geometry bait stuff in there um so that was pretty cool let me get the name of that book though because i just brought it up and now i feel like i have to source it Give right credit source i it. have to open up the app to get the right title here um yeah quantum healing by t Deepak Chopra. So you you should listen to that. That was that was fascinating. Yeah, you said it was like an hour too, didn't you? Yeah, so I just said that again here. Like oh, twice. okay. Um, right. Yeah, thanks for Shows listening. Where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. <laughs> so interesting. Anyways, this stuff's so fun. It's very. That's been my week. That's where I've been this week, yeah. having fun. That's where my sandbox is. That's where. <laughs> I actually went golfing twice last week. Yes, you did. Well, I went did. with you. We went and golfed nine holes Friday night. And then I golfed with your ex on Saturday. Saturday, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Saturday, we golfed. Like, uh, like your ex. Your ex. Can't be your friend. Your friend. It's better <laughs> if I say your ex. I was going to say his name and then I'm like, no, I'll just okay. leave it at that. Anyway, so him and I golfed on Saturday. Mm -hmm. um, we like 14 holes, 13, whatever it was. And I golfed horribly, but it was fun. Good. You Fun said to get that, out. Wait, you golf. Wait, did I just zoom? You and zoom I golf Friday night. And oh, you thanks also for listening. golfed another day though, where I feel like you were like, oh, I did really well, and I wasn't there. That you, was you the week. Really well that was the weekend there. before. What's that about? I know that was the weekend before. Oh, okay. wasn't it? I think it was the weekend before. Was it the weekend? The Sunday it was the oh, Sunday. It was. it was like the Sunday before. I think. Oh, okay, so. that's right. Okay, because you went with the boys. Yeah. Okay. So all right, and then you did. How did you do when we golfed together on Friday? Bad. You did. I golfed. I started I watching. Know I did. It was my first time. Out. I started Ooh. watching some stupid online videos during the week mm -hmm. and like I'm gonna fix my swing and all this stuff I started trying it with you didn't parts of it I could tell were helpful but I couldn't put it all together and then tried to do the same thing Saturday then got to a point where I'm like I just need to go back doing what I was doing but I couldn't because I'm in my head about all this other stuff
stuff. So, so you know that there's so much truth to what is unfolding on the golf course as to what's happening in your real life, right? Like I know, like for me, I like I, there's I learned so you have so many epiphanies out there about the way you are through the world, <laughs> don't oh, you think? There's I, so this is the thing. My problem is yeah. like I want I guess I want to know what you think maybe yours is like what I had to remind myself this time was like I remembered two years ago like I clicked and I was like okay I'm doing well I'm hitting the ball straight I'm doing these things because I stopped stressing about how much power I was putting into the swing and the mm-hmm. minute I just relax and act as if I'm just going to tap it it went the furthest and the straightest and it didn't remember that until about halfway through and I did notice I'm like yep there it goes it's yeah. it's looking good again like there's something there that I can carry through and the other areas of my life too must be um what about you i've always struggled with that with trying to kill the ball uh-huh always uh-huh. and i will go through periods we'll get a little bit better with it but i'm still always trying too hard and i think the biggest thing for me is and it is very representative of my life is my attention span i can i, I shouldn't say i can focus on certain things like for a completely inordinate amount of time like unreasonable amount of time that's a dumb thing that i'll will spend focused on the one thing when it comes to doing things it's like all that attention span goes out the window and, and golf is one of those things where it's like it's all about cadence and rhythm and being consistent and getting that you know finding that rhythm well you got to be comfortable in yes. that space too i i don't do that well well so when somebody's watching me i can't i can't tolerate that i would golf so much better if i yeah. was alone with you it's the safest at a third another party and i'm like mm, this is so not happening it's funny because <laughs> when we started on saturday i birdied the first hole mm-hmm. and i was like okay, this feels this feels pretty good. And I was talking to your ex about it and he's like, do you find that if you play with people better than you, like you, 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 like your game, like you oh, step up and I you do. actually play better? Oh no, not me. That's the opposite. And I said, <laughs> yeah, I think when it comes to golf, I feel that I play, maybe not consistently better, but I feel in general, I might, I play better. I think. Okay. But I typically only play with you. So, um, so I don't, I don't really know because but you've I, been playing I, for years. So yeah. do you feel that you get self conscious or I'm a very self conscious golfer. So when you and which I which is probably reflective of being maybe Yeah, when you and I team. started out the other day when we played, there was a guy behind us. Mm-hmm. And it was just a single guy and he was, you know, we weren't slow or anything like that, but I felt oh, I like I felt rushed that. and it was like, okay, let's just hurry up and finish the hole and go to That's the next. So and it's like hard. this is so stupid because he was so we finally let him pass us after like the third hole and he was like, I'm in no hurry. I'm just out here whatever and I'm uh-huh. like, go ahead and pass us anyway cuz clearly he was going to keep and was say he wasn't hitting into us but, but so did pressure. you feel pressure do you also 100%. i do too i feel the pressure to hurry but then i also feel the pressure to like you're watching me <laughs> you don't get that or no, no that yeah, that's all part of it okay if it was just like you want me to hurry that would bother me but it's the feeling like you're watching me and i'm not very good and i don't deserve to be out here there's because... so many things that have to align up yeah. it seems like so if anybody's watching it's like it feels like that distracts you from being able to really relax and hit the ball yeah so i'm golfing tomorrow and I'm golfing with somebody who, from work, I'm going with some people from work. You're going to be okay with this? I don't know. Well, I'm going to be okay. Okay. <laughs> so I already asked because the one guy I'm going with from work, I think he's a pretty good golfer. So my mm-hmm. guess is he's probably a little inconsistent, but I think when he's good, he's good. And then we're golfing with a couple insurance people um, mm-hmm. that we work with. And I haven't golf. I don't even know the one. The other one I've met a couple times just in the office though. And he's supposedly, he's just an okay golfer. So I'm like, okay, so pressure's off a little bit. He's not this like scratch golfer that's going to go out there and be fantastic. Sounds like he's like just a normal, like I want to go out and have a good time. So hopefully the other person is too that's coming with us. 
for the mm-hmm. foursome because I don't mind being the worst one, but I don't want to be the the worst one that is all over the place and they're waiting for me. Yeah. You know, I can hit shorter than them. Yeah. Whatever else. But you I, yeah, crack I just, me up because I think we've talked about this before mm, on here. Maybe, maybe not, but I talk about it a lot. It's like I've never golfed like I've never golfed with somebody that's ball is zigzagging all over the fairway so much, but still has a pretty reasonably outstanding score. I'm like, because you find your ball like you don't give up you'll find it in the rough and like whatever a field of and hit it there like it's amazing to me yeah well so the last couple years that you and i have played i have been hitting again relatively speaking so much dirtier than ever before i used to i used to i used to hook it so much or slice it so much that it would be so far over there was no way in hell because you do you really you really put all your power into it yeah but i've been hit knock on wood i can't i don't want to jinx it because tomorrow i'm going to sit there and slice like crazy and be all over the place they're gonna be watching you of course you are yeah but lately i've been hitting so much straighter <laughs> yeah so even though i don't hit consistently straight it's not it's and i'm not, not trying what i'm just saying is relatively speaking yeah. to as far as wacky as your ball is on the course the scores that you get i'm like that's not you lied there's no way i've never i that doesn't make any sense to me again i'm not a good golfer yeah. and it's funny i had when i was in college i had uh two two years i think was it two years i don't know one year i lived with this group of guys that were like really good golfers like really good like and um they golfed all the time so socially sometimes me and my ex would join them and um so i was always just used to people golfing like that and i just always had this idea of like you don't golf unless you're good because otherwise you're out there you know Mm -hmm. making a fool of the sport and you know all the things and then i met you I didn't golf for a lot of years. I hadn't golfed in like maybe mm-hmm. I stopped golfing after I had kids and I'm not good either. So I would usually just kind of ride along a lot or I would just like swing here and there. I also like I had a boyfriend at one point in high school who was a really good golfer too. So I was always around really good golfers. That's my point. I didn't know that it was socially acceptable to go outside and be a mediocre golfer until I met you. And that is not an insult. It was literally an insult to me because I'm like, why did I think this this whole time? Yeah. But so that's why when I met you though, I was like, how are your scores so low? It doesn't make any sense. But you are, you don't give up on finding the ball. And I do think that that is a reflection in life. Whereas I'm like, I'm not going to look for that. Oh, I'm yeah. dropping. I'll like, give myself two points. Yep, Screw forget it. it. Ball's I'm gone. over here. Yeah. But that to me is such a reflection of like how persistent you are. You're a very persistent person too. Yeah, I'm persistent. I just, that's what bothers me about myself. If I just took a little extra time to go to the range and put the time in and, you know, do it a couple times a week and like, you know, work on a consistent swing, even, you know, outside. But maybe that's not. But maybe this is like, fine. Like, yeah. That's what that's I'm saying. I don't want to do I don't want to go put that exactly. effort in to go out there and have a good time. Exactly. But then I get frustrated sometimes because I'm like, I'm, I know I'm capable of doing better. And when I say doing better, it's not for the prestige of doing better. It's the whole idea of it, it feels like, oh, of course, well, I, I should, that. yeah, I should, I should dedicate a little bit do more time to Do you think though, it. it's like my observations of you. And again, I have no room to talk. I have the same problems, if not worse on the and off the golf course. But like, do you think that like, like I've said to you a lot, I'm like, first of all, like you're hitting it like it's a base. Baseball. You take your arms and you swing them way up in the mm-hmm. air, and you, it's like you're hitting a baseball from the ground. But so there, the, there could be change in the form. But like you put so much power into it, and you're so stiff at the same time. Like I'm just curious. Like could that potentially reflect a bigger picture of maybe how you carry yourself in the world too? I don't. I'm literally not suggesting it is. I'm just literally asking the question. I think you're probably right on that. Okay. I think you are probably. Um, I don't know exactly. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. And think then what of, would like, the stiffness be about? 
out. Well, I think in a lot of settings, I'm I'm pretty still. I'm I'm more introverted, and I have a hard time just coming out and just really being myself and just being open and you know. Okay. So I think naturally, I'm always a little bit stiff how I carry myself out in the world. Okay. I think over time, I will I loosen up um, in a lot of situations. But yeah, my natural inclination is to be kind of I don't say on the lookout, but just to kind of it's an insecurity thing, a hundred percent. It's always okay. it's always worrying about how somebody else is going to see me. Yeah. Perception, you know. Yeah. And so it's like I know I'm capable, but I feel like I'm not going to present myself in a way that is maybe capable. Okay. Mhm. So explain the fact that you talk differently when you are talking depending on who you're talking to on the phone. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the of kids course. always call you out for that. My work voice on the phone. Christopher has so much fun impersonating your work voice and he's really good at it. Well, actually, they all do, but... Yeah, um, (laughs) Nathan actually had... He wasn't impersonating me, but he was impersonating my conversations at work. Both him and Christopher did. They left me voicemails Uh on my phone Oh, they did. They're hilarious. As if somebody from the office was calling me. They've done it more than in Europe. They've, like, again, they they hijack your phone all the time, which makes me so irritated. I'm like, why do you keep handing your phone over to them? They log in. The first thing they do is they take stupid pictures of you (laughs) or themselves, and then they post them from your account on social media and say stupid shit which is hilarious but then they will also take your phone and call yourself and leave no they called from their phones they called from their phones oh that's right that's fair and they totally acted as if they were somebody they were one of your colleagues yes having a conversation with you yeah it was it was was straight out of snl skit really hey jim this is jeff i know you're out of the office but uh, i've got those documents you requested and uh i'm just gonna leave them on your desk and you know something about like i don't know (laughs) They were saying something about how, like, I don't know if you something about Excel sheets. I was hilarious. I don't remember. (laughs) Stuff they have no no concept of at all. But that's why it's funny because the shit that does come out is like the perfect little sentence fragments or even like tones where it's like hilarious. They're definitely reflective of conversations I've had for sure. Yeah, they totally are characters. Yep, yes. Which I think it's endearing. Which is funny to me though because I think that that is useful information. Like it's, there's other people that have said it to you in your life. You share that with me that I'm not the only that has said that to you. But like I said what that I talk differently? Yes. Oh yeah. And yeah. I think it's fun interesting like I don't think I do that. Yes, I might I'm not going to whine and cry to a client or I'm not going to I'm going to be a professional person if the if the occasion calls for it, if I'm talking to a boss or like there's that's going to happen, but ultimately I'm still me. Like my tone doesn't change. I don't alter the 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 key that I'm speaking in like I don't can alter I just, my dialect. Can I just? I don't all of a sudden develop an accent like you do. Like it's <laughs> develop an yes, accent. Yes, you do. Yes, okay. you do. So yes, you do. Can I just tell you? In some cases, you actually do. Real? Oh, yeah, exactly. That's my point. In some your, cases, your, we all do a little your bit. Your voice gets very uh, kind of timid. And hi, yes, this is Anne Marie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. We all do a little bit. Like if you're yeah. calling, I'm like an let's say, version of like it. if I was speaking to like a judge or a physician, it's like I'm a little. It's a Especially at first, as I get more comfortable with these people, right. I'm obviously opening yeah. up and they're getting the real version of me. You have worked with these people for 25 years and you fucking <laughs> change the way you talk around I know. in front of them. Okay. That's completely different situation. <laughs> well, it probably, it probably says something too about, I mean, if I, and I'm not the only one that does this at work, which I think is kind of funny, but if I get a phone call and my immediate um, action 99% of the time is to get up and walk out into our warehouse or walk outside and have the phone call 
out there and uh, yeah. either walk around I, outside or walk around in the warehouse. You do that at home too. It's so it's, it's funny though. You can't just sit down and have a conversation because you don't want people to, I, I feel like you're okay. worried about so people judging listen, you. Listen, this is what's funny. Okay. When I go out and do that, mm-hmm. 90% of the time, there are two or three other people mm-hmm. on their phones doing the same mm-hmm. thing. And I just find it funny. I'm like, what is it about these people and this character trait that mm-hmm. we have that mm-hmm. we can't just sit at our desk and have a phone conversation. It is a thing where mm-hmm. immediately well, get up, go out and have a conversation. To be fair, the walls are paper thin where you work. And that is true. You can't have, I mean. I could, if I'm talking to you on the phone and my door is closed, like there's a good chance somebody outside my oh door my could still hear I love the conversation. To, you know, I love to tease you about everything, give you a hard time about everything in life. And so like Christopher was at work with you over this. Did we already talk about this? And I was joking with him. I'm like, because, you know, he likes to make fun of work, Jim. And so like, I'm like, why aren't you sending me videos of Jim or whatever? And then somewhere in between there, he was just like, well, I don't know where he is. He disappeared. And I'm like, oh where is he at you know and so he's like i don't know he like left forever ago so then i end up like calling you like five minutes later he i didn't know this at the time but he's recording the conversation he sit. you guys are sitting in the same office he's probably like three or four feet away from you but you have your phone to your ear and i'm giving you a hard time and i'm like where were you jim why'd you leave my kid like and you're like obviously you're still in your you actually stayed seated in your office at this Mm -hmm. point and so you're being like quiet and you're like i don't remember what you said but you're just like oh whatever shut up blah 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 yeah he's 17 and then i was like no that's not what happened but I was giving you a hard time. I'm like, oh, yeah. where were okay. you, Jim? Who yeah. is she? Are you cheating on me? Yes. And I was like, ob- I mean, obviously kidding. It's like a thing that I do all the time to you. And uh, it's, it's hilarious. You could, you're like, you're like, oh, shut up, huh? Whatever. You're just like trying to, obviously, because you were had people around you and you're in your office. So uh-huh. you couldn't even like play into it and joke back with me. But it was funny because all of a sudden, Christopher, I get to receive a text on the family thread from him with a video of that phone conversation. You could hear everything I was saying, like as clear as day. Uh-huh. And I understand his microphone phone was picking it up but he also could hear it through his ears right perfectly and so i can understand i guess what i'm just saying all of that whole long story because i shared it really because it's funny but also i'm just like yeah no i could see why you'd want to get up and walk away it does would feel like everybody can hear all the parts yeah. of this conversation and just that in and of itself feels overstimulating you know what i mean like i got to get away and just have this conversation where i feel like i'm nobody else can hear it and is watching. yeah it doesn't I'm, i i guess i'd wonder i'm sure there's a science behind it um and walking and talking helps me think clear and helps me. That definitely, I think, is true. I've you know, witnessed I don't know. that because when you worked from home for a long time during the pandemic, I'm like, you just—it's so automatic. You have to get up and walk around. Like there are times you tell me you need to sit your ass down because all you hear is walking around the floors, and our wood floors are oh, old and creaky. So, so annoying. <laughs> like and like, also, you just stay quick, in one place. Not only that, like I would be doing teletherapy up and upstairs, right, right. and I would hear you traveling around yelling <laughs> in the phone. By the way, I'm like, why? they're right there like why are you yelling you're not at a construction site there's not drills going talking loud not yelling i'm not yelling at people on the phone no it was and then you're also like yeah circling going through every in and out of every room complaining about and like yeah yeah. talking really loudly and i'm like shut up i can hear you (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there were, there were days sometimes where I would go out on the porch yes. and it was cold out. And I remember like, you know, maybe early spring or something and I didn't have, you know, shoes on and I could only take it. I could only be out there for so long because I was freezing my ass <laughs> off. So then my hands are all freezing. I'm talking on the phone and I have to come back in for a few minutes and like warm up. And then if I, if the conversation was still going on, then I would like go back outside again. So I that feel I would like not... I've even like tried to challenge you. I'm like, no, seriously, like try to sit down and have a oh, con- phone conversation so and, you, and you'll, you'll see yourself like 
automatically try to start to stand up and then you're like, no, I guess that like, because you, you're trying to challenge so, yourself and you so can't hard. do it. Yeah. Which I feel like I can't relate to that at all. <laughs> oh, I don't think you, I don't think you can. I think for you, it's like, you need to be. I actually think I have the opposite. Sitting there. No, I think if you got up and walked around, I don't think you would have. I, I think, think you I would almost be... feel like I have to stop. Like, I'm just thinking about trying to picture myself. Like when I worked in the hospital, obviously you're walking around, we carry these phones and you're getting phone calls left and right. Like I'm trying to picture that. Like, well, obviously I did that, but like, I do feel like I also picture myself like, oh, I have to actually stop though when it, when I, when my real attention is needed. Yeah. So that's really interesting. We're mm-hmm. like opposite in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So back to how that relates to your behavior on the golf course. <laughs> I think, I think like anything I get, I, I don't know. I get antsy. So maybe get, you got to work on the nervous system regulation. Maybe tomorrow that should be your goal when you're golfing is like not gonna, necessarily your swing, but your nervous system regulation as you swing. Maybe that's it. Because I can work on that. <laughs> Here's my, I always have for some reason this fear that if I don't, if I, if I loosen up my swing, mm-hmm. I lose, I'm going to lose control. And so in uh, my attempt, in my attempt to completely control my ball going straight uh-huh. and not slice it and like have it way off someplace, uh-huh. I go way too tight. Uh-huh. And then I end up like totally, that's Which, when I do the worst because then I shank, you know, I, I'm literally pulling it like all the way to the left Which or something. I do the and, same thing. And isn't it funny that here you are relating to me on this intense anxiety that you're trying to control and keep yeah. contained and it ends up fuck getting Doing in your the way. Doing the opposite, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I, I joke. I mean, it's like this whole thing where every time I approach Bob, I'm like, <sighs> okay. Well, right. and we've talked we've talked I think we've talked about I'm sure we've talked about it on here but you know my go to is like if I go golfing and I have a beer or two mm-hmm. loosen up and usually at that point between 1 and 2 I will start golfing better more consistent you know easier swings and I feel better about it if I cross that line then it's like you end up getting maybe a little bit yeah. sloppy yeah. but I feel like everybody knows that rule and we all talk about that. But I know we do, but I it's like... I find that if I don't drink when I golf, it's actually, you just end up naturally loosening up by the second or third hole anyway. So, so I would just like to debunk all of that. That's okay. So that was my next point to that is when I golfed a couple or a week and a half ago mm-hmm. with the boys, mm-hmm. I didn't drink mm-hmm. and I played really well. Mm-hmm. And then when I golfed on Saturday with your ex, I didn't drink anything. Mm-hmm. I played terrible, but I birdied the first hole. And mm-hmm. like, it that's just because I was trying different things. I was trying to mess with my swing. Mm-hmm. But it is, you're right. It's like that, it, it, it's such a psychological thing. Obviously, mm-hmm. we all know that. But it's yeah. like, there is, so I'm, fi- I guess my point is, I'm finding that going out and not drinking and golfing, like, that's my opportunity to actually get better. That's exactly <laughs> you know? right. That's, so, I think that's exactly right. Yeah. And actually, I, I will say, like, I, I don't want to say I enjoyed it more, but like, yeah. I think I'm always like, like, oh, no, you're out on the golf course, you're driving the golf cart, like, you know, you want mm-hmm. a couple beers out here. And like, no, if I actually want to get out and come out here and play and mm-hmm. really focus on like what I'm doing wrong or what I can, you know, what I'm doing right, mm-hmm. then it's better to, to not do that. Yeah. Well, and I do think you just, yeah, I I think like I did when we golfed on Sunday was my first time golfing this year and I didn't have anything to drink. And I feel like although it was still, Friday. I was Friday. still uptight. 
the beginning, I feel like I did eventually loosen up. But then, yeah, if somebody I noticed something creeping up on us, I'm like, oh, great, it's a hurry, they're here. But um, in general, I, yeah, I feel like just first of all, it's a beautiful course that we golf at, and the nature is just like on point. So just to be able to just fully take it all in and just be mindful in a way, and then just enjoy the full experience, not just even thinking about your golf game. All of that is more easily achieved when there's no alcohol involved. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's more pleasurable experience all around. I yeah, think. yeah, and I, um, yeah, when. I went out on Saturday for some reason. Well, it, it rained that day, but even without that, like the there was nobody before us for like 20 minutes, like two tea times, and nobody after us for like two tea times. So when we when I went out on Saturday, it was great because even though I played shitty, there was like nobody out there. Uh-huh. So it really just felt like, okay, I can, you know, we can just kind of, you know, enjoy this. And, but again, that's where I'm like, well, now I have more time to sit there and kind of focus on these changes I can make and mm-hmm. didn't work. Oh. Arm, arm still hurts. From yes. <laughs> so how do you think you're going to do tomorrow with your injured arm? It's a little better today. So I think. It actually might help because it may force you to lighten up. That's what I think it's going to do. Cause I'm not going to be able to put the strain on it. So I was talking to somebody at work about this and they said every year, especially as they get older, they go out and they're like, they, they said that they feel that in their you know kind of shoulder up through there that's is that your you know your bicep okay. area and uh you know after a couple of days it kind of goes away and if you go out and play a few times it goes away and it's like i was i took that as in a couple of different ways first of all I've never experienced that kind of pain golfing. Mm. And I was like, oh, that probably means I'm actually swinging the way I'm supposed to be swinging mm. as opposed to the way I have been where it's like. And you're using too, you're straining yourself too much. I'm I'm straining it, but it's also because I'm the way I'm now moving through the ball. Right. I'm, I'm using a muscle that I don't use well, for that typically. I, don't, so. I would maybe, again, I don't but know I think what I'm talking about here, but I think it's like the other way. I think that you are, maybe if you have the right form, you can't tense or you will strain i think you're right i think that's exactly it because now i'm trying to like kind of twist and come through it and Mm -hmm. normally i'm a very like almost like a pendulum you hit it like a baseball yeah you literally take your full right (laughs) arm elbow up to the sky yeah, and go down. And that's what I was trying and to do. And you're supposed to actually keep your elbow in. To so your that's waist. what I was working really so... hard. I was keeping that elbow in, <laughs> and in keeping the elbow in, I think I was tensing it so much more. Uh huh. Maybe one day I'll that's take a I lesson. Think. I don't think you need to take a lesson. I think you need to breathe and work on your nervous system yeah. up there. That's what I think. And maybe I'll take a I lesson. I think you could. You could. I think that's helpful. I think it's both. But I think it's both. I do think it's that. I do think we get sometimes a little. It's just like I learned this about running. That I mean, there's some people that are so religious about like running form, running form, running form, which is very important don't get me wrong you also your body everybody's body is different and it's going to naturally sort of like do what it needs to do you know what i mean like oh so yeah for sure there's a little there's there's a need to like marry both those ideas together yes well it's funny too but because i also think that it's really going to come down to nervous system regulation it for is you. and i told you i, I recognize <laughs> that in, in nathan who barely has played golf at all uh-huh. watching him swing uh-huh. and it's like that was a big wake-up call for me like oh that's how i swing yeah you guys you know very same. much like stiff yeah. and trying to like strong arm it and really like put all and it's like that's not how you get the most distance out of the ball yeah but you can have a beautiful swing and still there's so much that can go wrong. like christopher for some reason has a beautiful swing yeah. right not the great golfer there's a lot going on there where he needs to like right. rein that in too like there's like again there's of course there's so much opportunity for personal growth on the golf course i know I need to get <laughs> just need to start playing more yeah all well, right. well all right so anything else i don't think so all right i think that's our week in a nutshell and mm-hmm. our lives in a nutshell and that's our golf game in a that's nutshell. That's what's on our mind that's today. That's what's on our minds today. <laughs> yep. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.